0: Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. You're listening to Simply Stogies, a monthly podcast dedicated to the cigar enthusiast. Light up a Stogie, sit back and relax while James brings you along on his journey as a new cigar smoker. Simply Stogies will review cigars, discuss topics that cigar aficionados find important, and will probably learn a few things along the way. Now, here's your host of Simply Stogies,
1: James. Welcome to Simply Stogies. I am your host, James. Uh, This week, I am in Milwaukee, Wisconsin milwaukee which is uh, algonquin for the good land according to alice cooper from uh, uh the uh, the movie wayne's world uh and i'm here with joe from evil empire cigar society joe welcome to the program
0: appreciate it brother thank you
1: i, I appreciate you uh, uh coming up doing this i know we're both in town for the uh, brew city cigar fest so we're excited about that uh but before we talk to joe I'd like to invite you to go to creativebringcandy.com and check out the great family of podcasts we have there, including the podcast Eyes Forward March. Uh, Sergeant Seaguar and Sergeant Bacon uh, take you through the world of non-commissioned officers in the military. Uh, They talk to you about uh, all of the things that you need to know and transitioning out of military into civilian service. Check them out. Eyes Forward March. They do it in a great, fun uh, way. Um. Only on creativebringcandy.com and wherever podcasts are sold, which is about everywhere, and it's free, so it's not really sold. Uh, Check them out and check out the great family of podcasts we have at creativebraincandy.com while you're there. And while you're on the interwebs, if you're looking for cigars, go to uh, OxfordCigarsCompany.com. Lucas there has given our listeners and our viewers a a great deal. Uh, Put in coupon code SIMPLYSTOGIES and get 10% off your next purchase. Uh, OxfordCigar.com. OxfordCigarCompany.com. Uh, so uh, thank you to Lucas uh, for doing that. I think that's it. I think that's all of the housekeeping, all the, the the shilling that I've got to do today. Joe, welcome to the program. Thank you, brother. Thank you. So Joe had me on like a month, two months ago on, on Evil Empire Cigar Society on their Instagram. They do an Instagram live. How often do you guys do that?
0: Uh, so we try to do it uh, at the bare minimum twice a week, uh, but typically... We've been doing about three a week and I think that's kind of a, a sweet spot I think for time consideration and trying to book as many people in uh, you know a time frame as possible.
1: So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the booking process, how you how you get your guests, um, how Jeff Gaston fits into it. Great dude, um, you can check that episode out uh, when I interviewed him at Capital. And we're actually at Prime cigars in uh, Milwaukee. Um, great spot owned by Johnny Piet from uh, Isabella. He actually owns three lounges here in the area. I didn't know that. Uh, But this is a cool little spot, great humidor with a lot of boutique stuff. And we're going to talk about boutique. We're going to talk about cigars. But I want to start where every story starts, and that's at the beginning. Joe, how did you start smoking cigars?
0: So I think for a lot of uh, guys, at least, uh, I turned 18 and was able to finally you know go to a, a store and you know buy a cigar for the very first time uh, and uh, also go to a uh, gentleman's establishment at the same time. So
1: uh, <laughs> Heck, I know what you mean by that.
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, my 18th birthday, uh, my best friend since we were nine, uh, we're like, we both turned 18 at the same time. Uh, his birthday is seven days after mine. So I uh, went to go do that uh, and planned uh, a night out and went got some stogies, went to the gentleman's club, had a good time. Uh, that was really the, the very first time I had a premium cigar, if you will.
1: Do you remember, as I uh, fumble fuck my way through lighting this Pastani uh, Habano? Uh, do you remember what the first
0: cigar was you smoked? Oh God, no. It was. It was probably. If I had to take a guess, uh, I don't think it was anything too high end. Uh, I, I would. I think. I think my father. It was a my father, but I could not tell you which one. That would be my my absolute best guess, though. Okay. And was it
1: love at first puff, or was it just like, ah, uh, I kind of get what to people... To tell you the truth,
0: I don't think we even finished it because, you know, we were a little uh, more entertained by other things at that point.
1: <laughs> That's a very diplomatic way of putting it. Yeah. Uh, so, you, you told me, we talked a little bit beforehand, you told me that you've been smoking now for 14 years. Yep. So, 14 years smoking, but it's been off and on.
0: Yes. Yep.
1: What made you immerse yourself?
0: So yeah, so off and on, uh, I would say from eighteen, you know, I I would you know grab a a stogie every once in a while, um, just just because for the fun of it, you know, we whenever we'd get together with a bunch of the guys and go play poker, you know, get a stogie, you know, poker and stogie. That was that was what we did for you know occasionally, Uh, and that to me, I think I think that's the definition of a hobby: something you do occasionally. It's not. A lifestyle, which is what I think I grew into at this point. Um, And my real immersion into the cigar lifestyle uh, was going to Punta Cana. Uh, So we took a trip to Punta Cana, uh, me and some family members and some uh, family friends. Uh, We all went to Punta Cana and we get there. We're all excited. We get to the hotel and we're getting everything checked in. And get checked in, and we go walking towards our rooms. And in between the concierge and our rooms was a kiosk where they sold cigars. And we're uh, walking past, and the guy goes, Oh, do you smoke cigars? I'm like, Yeah, sure. You know, every once in a while. And he goes, Here, my friend, I've got a cigar for you. And just give it to me. I'm like, Well, how much is it? I'm like, He's, He says, it's free. This one's free. Like, okay.
1: That sounds like a crack dealer.
0: Pretty much. And that's what it pretty and that's what it grew into. <laughs> like here, the first taste is free because I know you'll come back for more. Hundred oh, percent true. And that's exactly what happened. Because I went to the hotel room with my new cigar that he lit, cut, did it all like all the stuff that you had to do to give me the cigar and me to start smoking it from that point to my hotel room hooked me. And I set my stuff down, went right back, and bought a box of uh, the Maduro 5s.
1: Cohiba Maduro 5? Yep. Wait, so Cuban? Yep. In Puticano In Putacana. Yep. Did I have a glass? No. <laughs> I'm just making sure. So, no. <laughs> okay. And
0: that was one of the things that I, I, knew a, I knew enough to be dangerous. Right. But not as much as I know at this point. And so, I knew the glass thing was one of the telltale signs. So... Came in a Maduro 5 box. I'm like, okay, well, this is enough to put me at ease at least for a little bit. And so, went and got it. And the craziest sales tactic I think I've ever seen in my entire life was he goes, here you go. Here's the box. I'm like, right, I got to go back to the room and you know get my wallet and everything so I can pay for it. He goes, oh, no, no. Just take the box. Come back. Pay me later. What? Exactly. Now I've been in sales my entire adult life. I have never once heard that in any kind of sales strategy book, uh, you know, sales training course. No, that's a that's a that's a drug dealer tactic. Exactly. Yep. Here. I know you'll be back.
1: <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. That's crazy, but you were
0: hooked. I mean, oh, the Maduro five, sinker.
1: you were this is love at first puff.
0: At, that was the love at first puff right there. Was and that your
1: first Cuban? Yes. So that's Very what I like. Wow. Yep. So, do you still smoke Cubans? I think that's what the next question is.
0: So, yes, I do still smoke Cubans, but I don't. It's not a point of emphasis. I have come to the realization that it does not have to be a Cuban for it to be a good cigar, and I've had since that experience a great variety of different cigars from all over different places uh different price points and uh, it was explained to me on one of our lives that you know it's kind of like a fine wine where you don't have to buy the most expensive bottle for it to be a good cigar and you also don't have to buy it from a certain region in the world for it to be a good wine either
1: so you've already talked about a lot of stuff. You've touched on a lot of things that I want to kind of talk about with you because it's, it's fun for me to sit down with a fellow content creator in the same space that I'm in and, and figure out like how you got to where you are now, what your vision is for the future and, and kind of what, how you view the industry and the hobby. And you've said for some, it's a hobby and for others, it's a lifestyle. And we had this conversation, uh, Tim and I did on, on uh, one of the more recent um, Cigars and Coffee on YouTube. YouTube.com, of course. Last, I think Simply Stogies podcast, uh, and you can check those out. But what's for you? What's the difference between the cigar hobby and the cigar lifestyle?
0: Uh, I think the hobby, like I said, that's something like I was doing for you know almost a decade. Well, actually, more than a decade. I would get one occasionally with my. I had my friends around. We're playing poker. Like, there was another event associated with smoking a stogie. And I didn't have to have, you know, something big going on for it to turn into... Well, at the lifestyle point, there doesn't have to be some big event going on now. Like, I'll have a cigar because I want to have a cigar, not because there's another event going on with it.
1: So, for you, the hobby is distinguished in the frequency in which you smoke?
0: I would say so. I mean, I mean as a hobby i think it's more associated with an occasional thing whereas the lifestyle you it's exactly what it says it's a lifestyle you live your life doing something that you are passionate about that you enjoy doing in your life you know to i don't know, bring it all together for you i guess
1: okay and i guess that makes sense to a point but I, for me, a lifestyle is like you immerse yourself in it. Mm-hmm. It's not so much a frequency as it is I want to know everything there is to know about
0: it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I, I will never be the guy uh, that like has to figure every single thing out about where the wrapper's from. Where's the binder from? See, I'm not that, that guy that either.
1: So you don't get into the weeds no. either. I,
0: and I, I don't think I could just for the fact of how many different cigars there are, where the different regions are from. I mean, the, the, you've got you've got uh, tobacco coming from all parts of the earth. For me, I in, I do this because I enjoy smoking the cigar. I enjoy a lot of the things that come along with smoking the cigar. I, I enjoy the people, uh, the camaraderie that I find with other cigar smokers. That's the enjoyment part for me. I mean, yeah, it would probably be cool to know. Okay, this cigar has this binder, that, and sound cool, I guess but for me that i mean that's not the enjoyment part the enjoyment part is the pleasures that come along with the cigar smoking
1: like i find myself being a sucker for like a sumatra wrapper so i'm always oh, sure. i'm always looking for those but i don't necessarily care about the region or the farm or well
0: sure and if you you know if you find a good cigar that you like i think that's the first start right that's step, first step right so you find a cigar that you really 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 like You want to know more about that particular cigar. And that is the part that I can understand and I can get into where I find the cigar first. I figure out what's in that cigar that I like about it. And then I go and branch out into other cigars that might have some of the similar characteristics that that one cigar does to find out, okay, I I like this from this region and I like it with this wrapper after I've figured out what cigar that I like.
1: That makes sense. Let's go back to the Cubans for just a second. Do you still smoke Cubans? Sure. Absolutely. Do you find there's a big difference between quality, between Cubans and non-Cubans?
0: That's kind of a loaded question, I think. Um, (laughs) Because you can have bad Cubans, too. You can have bad non-Cubans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, not every cigar is...
1: It's a hand-rolled product. Handmade, for sure. Are they still your favorites? Are the Cuban Maduro Five still your favorite? Yes, really.
0: Yes. That was how many years ago? About a year ago, at this point.
1: So it was a year ago that you really started to immerse yourself into yep. it. All right. So you're still because we talked about this yep. a little bit. We were in the Humidor here at uh, uh, Prime Cigars. Yep. <laughs> and we talked about it a little bit. And you were telling me, you know, that you're still on C Yep. You're still doing that. How many boutiques have you had? Because the the Humidor here at Prime has a of boutique cigars
0: yeah I mean I think and so I I guess I'm gonna segue a little bit but I think that that's where the industry of cigars is in my opinion is heading is more of that boutique brand because you're always gonna have your mainstream you're gonna have your Fuentes you're gonna have your uh, epidermals you you know the drones those types are going to be there I I, in my opinion I think they're gonna be there forever just because they're so well-known but for me, finding something unique that isn't going to be in every single humidor is fun for me. That's the unicorn, I think, for me. And it doesn't have to be an expensive cigar for it to be a unicorn for me. I mean, you can find really good cigars, like I'm saying, you can find a good cigar for under ten bucks all the time.
1: Are you a value hunter when it comes to cigars? Are you looking for the best bang for you for your buck, or are you just looking for the best cigar experience you can find? In that humidor at that moment,
0: I would say ninety percent of the time, yes. There is that other ten percent where, if I've seen other people reviewing it, the people that you know I talk to on a consistent basis, they're saying that this is a good stick. I will most like, and if if it costs a little bit more, I'll probably pick one up just to try it. Um, but yeah, 90% of the time, I think I'm in that value range. And I was talking about uh, about this with uh, Belladama Cigars. Uh, we shouldn't tell. Uh, I think 10 bucks is like the price range that like your average consumer will be like, okay, 10 bucks a stick, cool. You start getting into the $15, 16 range. That's where people are like, uh, maybe, maybe not. And so that's where I think a lot of people... Sit for at least, in my opinion. So where
1: do you sit? Is that where you sit? Is right in that ten dollar range where you really like to?
0: I would say ten bucks is a good a good area for me, but going up isn't also something that I'm afraid of doing either. So
1: for example, you're drinking Weller right now. You said it's really good. Cohiba just came out with a cigar around that that bourbon, right yep. around that whiskey. That's a fifty dollars cigar in some B and M's. I already bought a box. You bought a box
0: the day that I heard that it was coming out. I already had in my head, I'm buying a box because you
1: you like you like whiskey, you like to drink.
0: Mm-hmm. I wish I could. I'm in Wisconsin. Yeah, you're always kind of we drink Wisconsin <laughs> here.
1: Is that the, is that what you guys say up here?
0: Oh, uh, we have we have it that uh, written on shirts. No kidding. Oh yes,
1: <laughs> that's funny. I like that. So you bought a box, but you bought it just because of the the Weller connection. I think so. Yeah, because isn't it aged in the Weller cast? Yeah,
0: I, I think I think that was a big component of it, um, and it was it's something new, and uh, like I said, that that uniqueness I think is what brought me to it. And another Cohiba stick that's a thirty dollars stick. The uh this the M series, the
1: series M. Yeah,
0: yeah. Bought a box of those. Actually, I take that back. I've bought in three boxes. Okay, of those.
1: so. I'm not going to say that it's not a good stick because I've had one. Uh, the gentleman, uh, Andy, from uh, the Cedar Room in mm-hmm. Scottsdale, gifted me one. He's like, smoke it. Tell me what you think. And it was a good cigar. But is it $30 good?
0: I think that's in the eye of the beholder.
1: Is it $30 good for you? Because here's For the me, thing. yes. There are other $30 cigars on the market that I think are astronomically better. For me, oh, that's sure. a $15 cigar.
0: Sure. And... I think that's another great thing about cigars is one person's trash is another person's treasure. And one person's okay is another person's amazing. Right. So I think that's really cool. And that's another thing that I love about cigars is that every single person, no matter if you get the same cigar from the same box in the same humidor, if you take that cigar home and put it in your humidor... And, you know, Doug, another, you know, my brother from uh, another mother here uh, at the uh, Evil Empire Cigar Society, he puts it in his humidor. Those conditions are different. So the same cigar in the same box from the same humidor taken out into somebody else's humidor can change that cigar. And he can have a different experience than I can from that same box.
1: And that kind of segues into community. And I want to talk about community a lot. Um, because that's what you do. You're on Instagram. It's at Evil Empire Cigar Society, but Empire is with a three uh, at the beginning and Society's with a five. So it's kind of elite speak uh, for those of you who are familiar with that. And that I think that's kind of a nod to your background in IT, which I dig. I like that a lot. <laughs> um, but you guys put this stuff out on Instagram. You have an Instagram live show. Like you said, you're doing like three a week. How did you... Like, what was your vision for that? Was it all community driven? Was it like, we want to be involved in the community and this is how we're going to do it? Like, how did you come up with this idea to do the Instagram live
0: show? So we actually started this whole thing without even knowing there was a community. This entire thing started with a group of friends at our local lounge uh, in Appleton and uh, Appleton Cigar and Souvenir, uh, right on College Avenue, Wisconsin. We started playing poker. We had poker nights every Thursday. Uh, it was just a couple guys that you know I've, I've known for a long time uh, playing poker. And we had poker nights. And uh, one of our uh, other brothers, uh, Dan, started talking about the ruffians, the distinguished ruffians. And they had patches and were a bunch of bikers. So... Patches are right up our alley. Uh, and that's kind of what intrigued us a little bit. And I'm like, you know what? Why don't we just make our own group? And it doesn't have to be anything huge. You know, we'll just... It's something local. It was never meant to be what it is today. And we just kind of stumbled into it. There was uh, We we started posting different pictures uh, on Instagram. And people started liking them. I'm like, I actually have something here. So we did that for a little bit. And it was, again, it was never meant to be something that grew into anything. It was just supposed to be for fun, to play poker, you know, just our our small group of friends. And that was it.
1: And now it's the community. So would you say the community drove you to what you're doing?
0: Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, We started doing it and people started, you know, being more involved in our page. And I saw a lot of other groups, clubs, societies. I'm like, there's other people out there doing really cool things that would be cool to be a part of. Uh, and, and Nick from Hard Ash uh, was one of the very first people to reach out and said, "Hey, you know, I'm uh, I'm here for you know whatever advice you need. You know if you if you need something, let me know." And I'm like, that's awesome i've never met this man before in my life he reached out to me said he'd help me you know with whatever questions that i had and that's what really brought me into the community is just the absolute willingness to give and i think that's exactly what the cigar community is right now at least and it's uh, one of the most amazing things i've ever seen
1: it really is uh, the the cigar community, and I've said this before, is for the most part some of the most giving people on the planet, men and women alike. Uh, they want you to share in their experience. They want you to share in in their love uh, of the leaf, uh, so to speak. So you you kind of stumbled into this, which is a great story because. For me, I, and I've said this before on the show, I'm kind of like where I live, I'm on an island. There is no cigar lounge. The nearest cigar lounge for me is an hour and a half away. And that's a fairly recent development, like, like beginning of last year. Uh, before that, it was two hours away in Des Moines. I think Des Moines has like five different lounges. So I, the only community that I was aware of was the online community. You know, and you get into some of these communities that, that kind of sprouted off of uh, uh, our cigars, the, the Reddit. So everything for me was online. And that those communities are great, but they're very self-contained. And you guys are out there on Instagram. So you don't have to be, you don't have like members. It's just you find our page, come hang out. Like we do these lives all the time now. And we put it out there for people. Like, So when you're trying to create content, at first you were creating content that you guys like and what you put out. And then you started to see this big following. Has that changed? Or are you still just putting content out that you like? Or are you trying to tailor it a little bit more for your, your ever-growing community?
0: So first of all, uh, the point that we don't – we're not a club, right? We don't have members. You don't have to do the hokey pokey and turn yourself about to be a part of us. Okay. You don't have to make 10 posts and then follow, you know, whatever. Right. There's no people.
1: verification trades. There's no,
0: yeah. there's
1: no, You, you know, like you said, you've got to follow all these rules. It's just you follow our page and you have access to all of our content.
0: We are a society. And if you would like to be a part of the society, you just, you know, support the community. That's what our... That's what our, you know, an entire society has evolved into is a support for smoking cigars, and that's it. Um, we, our our entire goal is to help grow the community as a whole. Uh, one of my favorite uh, hashtags and quotes that we use is "Together in Success." Everything that we do is for the good of the community because at the end of the day if the community grows we're going to grow with it
1: right so it's you you really follow the uh the idea of a rising tide raises all ships which i think the cigar industry as a whole really needs to examine that and kind of come together because there's a lot of division in that and even in the community there's some division and and i hate to see that
0: 100% i mean uh there's there's a whole different segment i guess of the cigar culture that i think you're right has to look at the good parts of the cigar culture i guess and figure out why it's doing well and why people like it uh there's a lot of cigar companies that do it really, really well, uh, and then there's a lot of them that it feels like they're they're not listening to the consumer. I would
1: agree. I would agree. And for the manufacturer side, who who feels like they're not being heard from certain segments, from the re- like, for example, the retail side, not being heard. The retail feels like they're not being heard from the manufacturer side, and everyone just kind of, well, this is the way we're going to do it because this is the way we've always done it. And so, for this is why I really like what you guys do because you're on the cutting edge. You're doing Instagram lives. Like I hate to be on camera to begin with, so I just do the YouTube thing. So I only have to look at it once and put it up, and I never have to look at it again. Uh, I have a I have a face for radio, as they say. Uh, but you guys put yourselves out there several times a week. And you're like, you bring everybody together and you talk about, you, you really focus on what because I was on and you focus on what we do and what I do and what Simply Stoics is all about. So what are you guys all about? Like, how do you find who you bring on? Is it just you reach out to people and say, hey, we want to have you on?
0: Essentially. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I come from a, like I said, a sales background. And it's more of a, a business to business model. So I, I am I, I, my comfort level is a hundred percent okay with just reaching out, talking to people, saying, "Hey, you know, we have this going on. Do you want to be a part of it? If you don't, my feelings aren't going to get hurt. The worst you can say to me is no." Have and you had
1: anybody say no yet? Um, like, you don't have to tell me who, but like, has anybody just said, eh, "I don't want to do that"?
0: So I've had. I've had a couple people say uh, they just don't want to uh, or uh, they don't need to. I've had people say, we are... And this has actually uh, happened a-, a couple times where people are just in the very beginning stages of what they're doing and it's just not the right time. Completely get that too. But most of the time, it's pretty positive, uh, in-, in a positive engagement uh, where I just say, hey, want to be a part of it? And they say, yeah, absolutely. When?
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Every community has their good parts, the the stuff that we like to highlight, but every community also has their seedier, darker side. 100%. 100%. And if you follow Evil Empire Cigar Society on Instagram, you've seen some of those posts recently where there's somebody in the community who's been trying to take advantage of people. I think you guys are handling that all right. Was that...
0: So, for me... When I am passionate about something, I will do whatever I can to help improve it. I'm very, very passionate about the cigar community. And that's our focus as our society. And when it is being messed with, I guess, or being taken advantage of. Right. I think I take it personally because it's something that i have a strong passion for. nick and nick from hardash and i have talked about this you know when it's taken advantage of we take it personally and we're not going to we're not going to tolerate it i guess is the best way because for something that i take really really seriously uh to like yeah like i said be taken advantage of we're not going to stand for it
1: so I want to talk about the Instagram space and the influencer space uh, and that kind of stuff. But I also want to talk about sponsorships because it's a weird it's a weird thing, especially because you're you're of the the same mind that I am, and that's you know rising tide raises all ships. I don't do this to make money. I do this because I'm passionate about cigars. I do this because I'm passionate about the community. I do this because I'm passionate about the lifestyle. Same same as you. So you hooked up with. Because it was just you and Doug, right? Mm. Who started, it, or was it a, there was a third?
0: So Dan uh, is also uh, one of our founding members, uh, and he's got you know he's got a family at home. So this I, is I not that something goes. that is uh, <laughs> uh, easy to do. No, uh, when you have a family, and um, you know, I, I have a, a six year old myself, so I I totally get it. Um, so sometimes there is just time constraints that don't allow for him being to uh, him able to come on with us all the time, but he he makes it whenever he can. Uh, so, you know, whenever he's able to, uh, and and my brother as well. So my brother is, uh, uh, he he is a bartender and he works usually at that same time that we're, we're going on. So it's, it's hard for him to make all of them too.
1: So you're the main guy. Do you have other hosts? Yep, And then you hooked up with Jeff Gaston from uh, Gaston Cigars. By the way, GSTNcigar.com, uh, 10% off. Uh, use code Simply Stogies. Uh, great dude. I had him on the podcast uh, a few episodes ago. You can go check that out. But he also uh, guest hosts with you on occasion.
0: Yeah. So uh, when, I, <laughs> when I'm when i by myself, uh, I, I mean, I always like to have another person on with me um, just because it's more fun. But one day I'm like... I really enjoy spending time talking with Jeff. Why not ask him if he wants to come on and host with me? He's
1: a good dude, he, and he's been in the podcasting space before, so he knows how to uh, speak.
0: Yeah, exactly, and he's he is hilarious. I, I love, <laughs> yeah, I love, love, love hanging out and talking with him because he's he's one of the funniest dudes out there. So.
1: So Instagram space, like I said, it's a weird space with the influencers. What are your thoughts on influencers as a whole? Because you interact with them, I interact with them. We kind of have to because, um, because we we do post a lot of content on Instagram, right? And that's where you post all of your content. For you, it's all on Instagram, so yep. you end up interacting with them. Like, what are your thoughts on that uh, on the influencer space? Because there's a lot of I don't want to say negative or negativity around the influencers, but there's a lot of negativity around influencers.
0: So I think it's still a positive because, I mean, that's what we're trying to do right now is expose people to things that they otherwise might not have been exposed to. Uh, we're, We're trying to bring as many boutique cigars on to our, you know, our channel as we can because they're not in every single human or across the country. And it, some of them are regional. So we want to expose people to good cigars, whether you're in California or you're in North Carolina or somewhere in the middle. So I think influencers have the ability to also do that exact same thing, which is good for the community as a whole. Uh, So there, I think there is a positive aspect about it there's also i think a negative aspect about it uh and i mean i i won't get into yeah too, no, too far into that but i mean i think i think we're, there is a there is a place for that
1: yeah we're painting with a broad brush here
0: yeah absolutely
1: yeah not not any anyone or anything specific but I, I think you're right i think there's a spot for it there's a place for it and the pca this year actually had more influencers there than they ever had before and I don't know if that was by design or accident,
0: but that can only help, right? And to my point, I think that's exactly the right place for somebody that has a larger following to go to and expose their followers to a bunch of different things all at the same time. Because you're, you're at these different events and you're walking around and there's eight booths around you. You can expose every one of your followers to all of those booths in five minutes. I think that's great.
1: How much of the negativity around influencers? because I would at the at the risk of sounding um, like an asshole, <laughs> uh, you're an influencer, you're an Instagram influencer. Do you see yourself as such?
0: I think that I would never call myself an influencer. <laughs> Okay, why not? Because I think that would be. I think that kind of label is meant to be said by others. Do you
1: think it's a? Do you think that label, influencer, has a negative connotation to it? And it has that negative connotation to it out of jealousy, like, oh my god, this person has so many followers, and I only have this. They're an influencer. And I'm not, and I don't like what they do because XYZ. I,
0: I might be the complete wrong person to ask that question to <laughs> for the fact that my, my whole mindset is I take care of myself. That's what I worry about. My day-to-day, everything that I do throughout the day, I'm not worried about anybody else other than myself and the people I care about. If it's outside of that bubble, I'll pay attention to it. But I'm also not going to let it stress me, stress myself out. Yeah. Because I'm going to worry about the things that I can control, and the things that I can't control are going to happen regardless of if I'm stressed out about it or not.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. I talking to Johnny Piet last night from Isabella uh, at Famous uh, on Brady, which he owns that, that spot as well as prime. And there's another famous shop here uh, that he owns. We had that conversation. He's like, you know what? You can't ever talk negative about somebody. You can just keep keep your head down and do what you do and good things will come. And so I think you're absolutely right. I think you hit the, the nail on the head. But community, the cigar community, for the most part, has always been, and I've said this before, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but maybe I do. It's always been Old, fat, white guys like myself sitting around smoking cigars, and it's always been kind of like that club. And things are changing. Uh, In 2016, the CDC said that women are the fastest-growing demographic uh, in the cigar uh, And they spend uh, the most money as well. Yep. Uh, But also, like, the people of color, minority, whatever, like, the, the PC term is for that, they're... Like, I think they're now the fastest growing demographic in the cigar community. Diversity is here. and it, it can only be a good thing for the community, right?
0: Well, I mean, it's like cigars, right? Like we were talking about in the very beginning. Cigars come from everywhere, all over the different wrappers, binders, fillers, all over different places of the world. Why wouldn't people be the same?
1: Right, right. So how do you guys do that? Because I know your I, I know your content is available for everybody. Mm-hmm. Do you make sure that you're bringing in diversity when you're interviewing people? Because I have seen, or is it just like the luck nope. of the draw? It's just you're not focused on anything
0: other than the product and the community. And like I said, I, I take care of myself. Worry about the rest later. If uh, you know, if somebody doesn't like what we're doing, they don't have. To, you don't have to watch, watch
1: yeah. You don't have to listen. You don't <laughs> yeah. have to watch. You don't. We're, have to we're do...
0: not for. Like I said, we're we're not forcing anybody to be a part of us. You don't have to do anything to join us. All we ask is that you support the community as a whole. Maybe buy a patch or a bandana or a hat or something, and post you enjoying a cigar, doing what you like to do. Right. Which, by the way,
1: uh, Joe brought me a, a ton of swag. Like I, I, don't have a lot of Simply Stogie swag. You can go to the and you can buy some. Um, but I don't ever keep any on hand. Uh, but he brought me a patch. He brought me some stickers. Uh he brought me the bandana, which is like it just looks cool as shit. Like I'm not a bandana guy. Like, obviously, like there's different, like, there's different uh types of cigar smokers, right? So me, I'm the typical old fat white guy in a Hawaiian shirt or a guy Biera and a fucking <laughs> fedora because it's stupid hat day here at Sidley Stogie's. Um and you're the guy, because I wear baseball caps all the time, but you're sure. the guy who comes in. In like the shirt and the cap, and you're you like you said you're a biker. What bike do you have?
0: Uh, so I have a Honda VTX eighteen hundred cc. She's a fat girl. <laughs> we'll put it that way. Uh, she she'll lift the front tire up if I, if I wanted it to.
1: <laughs> oh geez, have you done that yet?
0: Uh, on accident, yeah.
1: <laughs> did you not on your, purpose? Did you did you shit your pants when you did?
0: Uh, when I, when, when the front tire went to the 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 ground again i did <laughs>
1: <laughs> so let's talk a little bit more about community because you are in the process of like starting to think about maybe putting together a mobile cigar lounge yeah which is an interesting concept there aren't there's a few in the south that i've seen like tell me about this because it's a very like we're, we talk, we're talking about community, right? And the community. This is a, a luxury product. It's we literally. I've said this before. We literally burn money. We we roll money up. We light it on fire because we enjoy it. Like that's what we do. This is the, this is the uh, quintessential um, waste of money. I mean, we're literally we get nothing from it except the enjoyment in that moment. It's a very uh, so you've got to have disposable income. Tell me about your 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 vision for this mobile cigar lounge.
0: So, I've seen a bunch of different mobile cigar lounges uh, around the South, and I thought it was super cool to have the ability to smoke at a, a different setting, uh, and especially up here in the Midwest where it gets cold, like ten out of 12 months of the year <laughs> well
1: up here yeah like 10 out of 12 yeah. months even in iowa it's probably nine out of 12 months
0: yeah well up here we get negative 40 so <laughs> yeah I, I, we
1: hit negative 35 once and like when antifreeze freezes yeah that's yeah, it's cold yeah. yeah
0: so i mean that was another thing that kind of sparked me I'm like man it would be really nice and before uh, i just bought a new house uh this spring but before that uh I was renting at a place where you could not smoke inside. A lot of places in Wisconsin, you can't even smoke on property. Right. So what is a person that loves smoking cigars supposed to do up here where it gets super cold and you can't smoke inside your own house? Or you have to go walk outside and stand in cold weather and try to enjoy something for an hour or an hour and a half. It's usually
1: like that's when you get the short ones out. It's like thirty minutes, like, but even
0: that, it's not enjoyable. You're not in, you're you're literally trying to smoke it as fast as you can, which is not which is cigars. not what this is about. No, absolutely no. not. You're just these this you know this entire culture is so great because it allows you to relax, unwind after maybe a stressful day at work you're outside freezing, that's not going to be relaxing.
1: (laughs) No. No, it's not. Like, I have an unfinished garage and I have to put a heater in there and it's mildly comfortable. So, like, I bought, like, the, you know, those snow suits. Like, I bought one of those so I'm at least bundled up and warm. But that becomes a chore. It is a chore. That's
0: a chore.
1: My smoking goes down dramatically in the winter.
0: It's a chore to do something that you like to do. Yeah. Which isn't something that you like to do then. (laughs)
1: Right, so what's the concept behind this this mobile lounge? Because, like the way you explained it to me, it's different than any other mobile lounge that I have seen. Because it's more concierge, it's more like very tailored for a certain smoking experience.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, we're I'm only in the very beginning stages of trying to put together everything that I I want this to be, how I want it to be, what I need to do to make it happen. Uh, but essentially. I want it to be something where somebody can call and schedule a time for me to bring a cigar lounge to them. Uh, You know, you have so many different events that happen where it'd be cool to have a cigar lounge there. Right. And you can't just pick up a you know, the, the lounge here, you can't pick it up and move it somewhere.
1: No, and anymore the smoking laws are like you can't smoke within 25 feet of an entrance. You can't like. You...
0: And that's one of the other issues that uh, this type of venture uh, stirs up because Wisconsin has some super, super stringent laws a- against tobacco. Uh, the, the sale of it, you know, where you can do it, all these sorts of things. Um, so I, I've had to kind of be creative in what we're going to be doing. But what we're going to be doing, I've and I've talked to a couple different uh, agents uh, of the state uh, that deal with the tobacco laws. And I've asked them questions and they said, I don't see any problems with that. I don't see any problems with this. You might run into some issues with this. So I'm like, okay, well then figure out a way around it.
1: How important is it for a Johnny or Jane cigar smoker to be involved in the politics of tobacco and tobacco regulation? Because there, so there's the PCA, which is for guys like me, the the members of the media. It's for the retailers. It's for the manufacturers, kind of, um, where they support the PCA through their membership dues, through going to the trade show, all of that stuff. Uh, and then there's the CRA for the for the consumer, the Cigar Rights of America, kind of like the NRA. Uh, I, do you find that kind of stuff important? Do you get involved in that way or
0: not? I think I would like to learn more about that and be maybe a little bit more involved. Um, but I think it's important to... Figure out the people that know what they're talking about. Uh, I, I just saw a interview with Rocky Patel where he went on uh, Tucker Carlson on Fox, and somebody like him, who by the way, Wisconsin guy, got to give him a shout out for that. Uh, <laughs> you he, you damn Badgers! <laughs> yeah, absolutely, uh, and he's a Packer fan too. So I'll take oh, that. For crying out loud, uh, but. I think somebody like him, where he knows what he's talking about, he lives, breathes this every single day of his life. I think for somebody like him to say it will be a lot more powerful than for somebody like me to say it, I guess.
1: Yes and no. You have a platform. So your platform allows you to have different people on that are in the know that can speak to it intelligently and, and take that to the consumer. Do you feel like you might want to use your platform for that in the future? Even if it's just because I talk about it and I've had uh, when Glenn Loop was the the head of the CRA, I had him on a couple of times on the show and and it's always fun to have him on. But the problem that I find with the PCA and the CRA is that it's very federally – like, it's a federal focus. It's focused on the feds. It's focused on the FDA. It's focused on, on getting laws passed and changed in Congress. And while that's great overall, the fight will come down to the state level. I think even the PCA said that this year at their uh, media day their, uh, uh, at, uh, at the PCA. They said it's coming down to the state level. So if it's at the state level, guys like you and I have an opportunity to maybe – help consumers especially in our areas like i'm just a state away in iowa mm-hmm. to kind of like inform them and, and and help them figure out what they need to do who they need to talk to 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 make sure that you know our right to smoke stays
0: so i think it's a super complex issue and i think that if we if if we do our job as the cigar community and we we teach and show people the things behind the cigars, how we are diff- how cigars are different from your your vapes, your cigarettes, your you know dollar cigars cigarillos at the at the gas station. I think if we do that job well enough, I ha- I have to imagine that some of these lawmakers are also cigar smokers. I have to imagine, somewhere out there so glenn has told me uh on the
1: last podcast he was on which i think was uh close to the end of last year he had said that these guys go to congress they're they're up there and they're they're when they're on camera when what they're saying is going to go on record it's this 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 and this and it's very hard line and it's but here's the thing on either side of the aisle they're co-workers at the end of the day, guess what they're doing? They're out with each other. They're having a drink. They're smoking a cigar.
0: Exactly. And I, and to my point, I think if we do our jobs, well, it's not even a job. But if, if, if we do the things that we're setting out to do, uh, I think it will take care of itself. Maybe, maybe not take care of itself, but it will definitely lend a hand in maybe influencing
1: those there's lawmakers that word. there's that
0: word uh to take a little bit better of a look instead of just lumping everything together i think and that's the issue they're lumping premium hand rolled 300 hands touching these cigars in with the vapes the cigarettes i think the the greatest thing that i've ever heard where uh you know i get asked all the, what's the difference between a cigarette and your cigar well, one has a filter and one doesn't. Why? <laughs> Why? Exactly. Answer that one question, and I think you figure out the entire issue.
1: So let me ask you this because I think this is, this is, it's always fun for me to ask other people who are in and around the industry um, TPE versus PCA. I've had people tell me that, yes, the cigar industry, because it's so big. We're in the second cigar boom right now. Like, there's a ton of manufacturers. There's always new cigars coming out, new cigar manufacturers. Because boutique is a big thing, uh, which we haven't even talked about. Um, but boutique's a big thing. And there's all of these, these, these new things coming out. But they say that the industry can support two trade shows. But one trade show, the Tobacco Plus Expo, or the Tobacco Products Expo. I don't even remember what it's called. Um, They are CBD, THC, cigarette, vape, and cigars. And they're they're not doing anything to help cigars, to help the industry. PCA is focused on cigars. It's the Premium Cigar Association. So if the TP is taking business away, which they absolutely are, from the PCA, if the PCA goes away, what are we left with? Like, do you you think the cigar industry should be hanging their hat with the same people that they're trying to separate themselves from politically?
0: I think any any opportunity that you have to educate is a good opportunity. So the spotlight that, you know, things like that will allow you to do, even though they're lumped in with the vapes and cbd and stuff like that i think it's still a good opportunity however putting your eggs in one basket is usually never a good idea in any aspect of life uh you know it, in stocks diversifies the key catchphrase all the time diversify why would you put all of your eggs in one basket sure devote some time some energy some you know some you know, a little bit of effort into that, but I, I wouldn't say that to hang your hat on it. I don't think that would be a, a smart move. Okay,
1: that's that's a good that's a good point. I mean, it, it gives it more exposure with the TPE, but like as I, I guess, as long as they are supporting both,
0: right? Absolutely, and and like I said, it shouldn't be an either or. No, absolutely not. Uh, I think that if, like I said, if you can diversify, that will be an overall win.
1: So, what's next for Evil Empire Cigar Society?
0: I mean, I, I, I'm i really, really enjoying what we're doing. Um, I get to hang out with my brothers. And we get to hang out with some super cool people. I mean, we had we got to hang out with you. This is the reason why we're doing this I was going to no. say,
1: like, super cool people. I was not one of those. <laughs> no, I was no, not
0: one of those Absolutely. All. No, absolutely you were. Um, having you and, and Jeff on... Uh, I've met so many awesome people that I never would have knew existed from something that I never knew was going to exist. Right? How how? And it's it every single conversation comes back to a passion and a love for cigars. And I'm just enjoying doing it. I mean, I what's next? I don't know. Maybe something I don't know existed. Nice. I like that answer because you're right.
1: Like I've been able to talk to people that I never knew existed. I never knew what they did. I never knew the the influence or the impact that they had on the culture that you and I are a part of. And so that's why I do this. It's a fantastic thing, and that's why you do what you guys do. And it's like it's awesome. You guys do a great job. Check them out, Evil Empire Cigar Society. Um, And I will have your Instagram uh, on the show notes. But let's have a little bit of fun before we get out of here. Sure. Okay. What's your favorite cigar that you're smoking, like right now?
0: Right now, um, I would say it's a toss-up between the Undercrown Ten, which is so good. It's so it's chocolatey. It, the flavor is just amazing, and it's got just a lot of different profiles that I absolutely love. Uh, it's between that, and I've been really, really hooked on the Esteban Carrera uh, Chupacabra. They just came out with a new uh, 10th anniversary. That really? is a great cigar. And I've, I've really, really liked all the other. I mean, they have them in a bunch of different wrappers, but um, just smoked the uh, 10th anniversary. And that's really high up there. I'm going to
1: have to check that out. I've had one Chupacabra. It was all right. Not really my my bag, but I'll check the new one yeah, out the, for sure.
0: The 10th anniversary, they, they hit that dead on.
1: Nice. What's your favorite brand? Like if you had to reach for just one brand, what what would it be?
0: I think it depends on my mood, because I mean I have in my I have a couple tubadors right. I have one that I just throw a bunch of cigars in, and I kind of just do a grab bag. I'll grab one out of it. Don't even look. I'll grab it. Then there's some times where I'm like, man, I could go for a pledge right now. E.P. Carrillo. I go for one of those pledges right now. Or, you know, depending on the time frame that I have, you know, I'll I'll grab something smaller. I'm a really, really big fan of the short stories.
1: Oh, the short stories are great. Yeah. That's, yeah. I love the Arturo Fuente Hemingway short story.
0: Just a great
1: cigar anytime, especially if I'm in a hurry, but literally anytime. Like, if I'm not sure what to smoke, like, that's one of the ones I'll pick up.
0: Uh, I mean, for short, for for a very small amount of time, and we talked about this before we even started this, uh, the Big Sky Mad Minnow. Oh, yeah. Man, that is a punch you in the mouth cigar. And it will not, it doesn't take, you know, an hour and a half to smoke. No. So if I have a little bit of time and I want a really good cigar, there you go.
1: Yeah, that, that was, so when I was in Vegas for the PC, I went to Enfuego and Henderson, which by now, uh, that review, uh, that lounge review will be up on the website, uh, simplystogies.com. Check that out. Great spot. Like if you're in Vegas, like stay away from the strip, go to Henderson, do yourself a favor, go to Enfuego. Fuego. Uh, and the guy, Andy, uh, behind the counter, I think he's the GM of the of the shop. Uh, I, he gave me a Jay London, like they're a humidor, like we talked about here at Prime. There's a bunch of boutique in there. That's almost all they had in there. Was he's like, Here, like you got to try this Jay London, and then he's like, you've got to try the minnow. You've got to try the minnow. He, I'm like, I've never even heard of this company, Big Sky Cigar. He's like, try it. Holy cow, fantastic, fantastic.
0: Man, that that thing is super good, uh, and it's. Just so the little guy, it's a, it's a minnow. <laughs>
1: How do you, right, exactly. It is. It's it, like it took me like a half hour to smoke. It was just so good. So I need to try more from their line. How do you find new cigars? Like, do you just go into your B and M and ask what's new?
0: Unfortunately, um, in in my area, we only have a select. We only have two lounges from Green Bay to Appleton, and that's a, a that's a half hour drive. But to Go to another lounge, like a, a sit-down lounge. You have to come all the way here to Milwaukee, which is a hour and a half, hour forty-five minute drive. Uh, so there's not a lot of opportunity to sit down and enjoy them. So you're like on a you're in an island on an island too. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. We're on a cigar island, and uh, my I mean my main way to see different cigars is through the community, and you know I'll I'll see stuff that nick Hardash is, is smoking i'm like well that looks good uh and i mean uh, elion cigars specializes in in, in those boutique brands I, I look at what they're doing uh sir louis cigars he's, he always has you know different bundles packs deals going on for different things to try so i'll, I'll find my you know basically the stuff that i want to try just through the community
1: which is what we're doing yeah who do you follow on instagram that you're like all right they're smoking this i'm gonna try it like i know you just mentioned a few but like who are your big give me like your top three people you follow to to try new stuff
0: oh um nick uh hard ash cigar society i gotta give him a shout out uh one uh if you don't follow him go follow him manny wicked cigar club uh you know, those are the people, like I said, and Cigars. Oh, man. I mean, there's there's so many. And forgive me, because uh, there's so many there's so different, AI. you know, groups in the community that we follow, that we love talking to. All of them. I mean, it's, like I said, it's a community. There's not one person that we're like, okay, he's smoking this. I'm smoking that then, too. I'm seeing that same cigar being smoked by four other people in the community. There's probably a reason behind it. So that it's not just one person that I'm gonna go follow to make sure I try those. If I see it on four to five different peoples, I'm gonna go try it.
1: If you could sit down with one person and have them on your on your on your show, who would it be? Like if there's just one guy that you're like, or one gal, you want to sit down with them, get them on, and have some fun with them for for an hour, like who would it be?
0: You know, I've actually thought about that. And my mind keeps coming back to Rocky Patel. And I think it's because of the Wisconsin connection (laughs) to be completely transparent. Damn badgers. I know. But
1: he's the guy like he's the face of the industry. I'm not a big fan of Rocky Patel cigars. I've said that before. I think the Hamlets are really good. There are some solid sticks in the Rocky Patel lineup. But that guy does so much for the industry as a whole. you're right like to sit down with him and talk with him and get him on and pick his brain like that would be fun
0: and i think the knowledge that he has too uh is super important yeah and i would i would just love to pick his brain on some you know what goes through his head when it comes to these different brands when it comes to policy like law policies you know uh, such a wide gamut of different things that he's into i think it would be super super cool just to pick his brain and figure out
1: yeah for sure last question we're gonna make it as fun as possible or i'll make fun of you it'll be one of the two how many cigars do you have at home right now in your in your uh humidors oh man (laughs) because you've been into this like you said you really immersed yourself uh, about a year ago so you had a year to really build up your collection uh, what you've got, like what you like to smoke, things you want to try, like what, how many do you have?
0: The issue, I don't, I couldn't tell you the exact count. But what I can tell you is the problem that I have is that I continue to smoke them. So as I build that, that, uh, trove of cigars, it also diminishes about the same pace. So how, how many are you smoking a day? Depends. I would say uh, on an average, I would say two. Okay. But, there's days where i'll smoke one in the morning smoke one at lunch
1: and smoke one for
0: di- after and, dinner well and smoke one when we go on live yeah so i mean there's days where i smoke three i think three is probably the is that the maximum uh, you'll smoke typically
1: yeah. I, that's typically what i'll do is three is the max usually it's two mm-hmm. but like when we were at uh, in vegas for the pci i was smoking six or seven a day
0: you know you're with all of those different brands you have the opportunity to do it I, I at what point t- for you do
1: you start losing the taste is it after 3 and you're like it's not worth to smoking a fourth cuz i'm not going to get the experience the blender wants
0: that i think is another another aspect that i try to keep in mind because every time i smoke a, at least a new cigar that i haven't tried before I want to get the experience that the maker is trying to give me. Yeah. I want to get that experience that it was meant to have. So I want to try and keep it as clean as possible. And I think I think you're right. Around 3, I think it starts to kind of dull your palate a little. Unless you're
1: smoking the same thing, like if you're yeah. going to smoke like an undercrown like for for four of your sticks a day, you're probably fine. But like if you if you're switching up because that's what I do. I never smoke one thing consistently. I may smoke more of it. Than others, uh, because others I'm saving for special occasions, or I'm just not in the mood for it, or whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean, I and that, so I like I said, I have that grab bag Chubador. I have you know a stand up humidor where I have you know a little bit higher end cigars. So
1: two humidor's? How many? How, like yeah, well, how many do you have? How like that's let's start there. How many humidor's do you have?
0: I have one stand up humidor. I have now.
1: When you say stand up, is it like the, like a, the wine
0: cooler? Uh, it, yes. Uh, it's that size. Okay. Uh, it, it's a like a ca- uh, not a cabinet, but you know a, a, a tubador or not tub of doors. It's uh, like a case. Yeah. Okay. And then I have about three or four tubadors. Now I am in the process. Okay. Of making a gun cabinet conversion humidor.
1: Those are those are so cool. I wish I had like the woodworking skills to do that. I, I like I barely have the skill to podcast, let alone do anything with my hands. So
0: for me, I don't have that skill. However, <laughs> I have a lot of friends that do. So I have a lot of resources to pull from. And I wonder if Jeff. Oh, I've, I've had conversations about this with Jeff, too. Um, I've told, I told Jeff, dude, you need to make King doors. Right. Uh he, he says that that's a possibility, I guess. And maybe that's another conversation. Uh, but so I have a lot of friends that are really, really handy with that sort of stuff. So I, will I would love duplicate. to
1: take like a, a, a gun case, a gun cabinet or a, a an old hutch mm-hmm. and just, you know, reinforce it, seal it, season I, it and go to town.
0: I'm handy enough to be dangerous enough to be told what to do and I can do it. Uh, I'm friend, dangerous
1: yeah. enough to be told what to do. Fuck it up, and then have to go to the <laughs> ER. So, well,
0: well, I don't recommend that then. Uh, but so we're so we're teaming up uh, with Cigar Oasis, uh, and we're going to do basically a documentation process of exactly what we're doing. So we're I'm doing, and this will be on our, our page, um, and I've already posted a couple pictures on it. Uh, but we're going to document the whole entire process so that if anybody else wants to do something similar, doesn't have to be the same size or whatever, but enough to where if anybody else wants to do something like that, it's a step by step process. That's awesome. And I've and so my issue was I looked for that. I've tried to find that everywhere I've looked, just uh, just on the internet. There are communities where they have
1: forums where people will do that. They're like, this is the step by step. And I've seen those, but there's nothing like you have to join that community and be a part. Like that, that information is just not freely available.
0: Right. And that was my issue. I'm like, why the hell isn't there something like this just out there? I'm like, well, what if we do it? We'll probably fuck up every once in a while here. So, uh, (laughs)
1: When but, you do that, when you put it all together, I'd love to put it on our website. Oh, absolutely, and have okay. it there so everybody can can see it. So it's on on your Instagram page. It's on our website, and we can do this great thing with uh, Evil Empire uh, uh, Cigar Society and Simply Stokies and just have it out for everybody.
0: Absolutely, and right back to the fo- main focus. What we are trying to do is build the community with knowledge and. Stuff that maybe they've never been exposed to before. So I wanted to do it because if other if I'm having this idea, I guarantee you somebody else is. Absolutely. And how and like I said, I can't find that information anywhere. Why not help figure it out for other people?
1: It's like building a cool door. Like, Absolutely. everybody in the fo- on the forums they know how to do it and they share that information with other people on the forums but there's not really a good resource online there may be a, a couple of YouTube videos but everyone yeah, has a different and diff-
0: that's it. I saw a couple of videos I'm like they hit half the mark that I'm looking for. Right. There's they go into depth on some of the parts but leave some of the other really important parts out so I'm stuck with half a half a project. Right. So if, and I have, like I said, a couple of friends that know what they're doing when it comes to like woodworking and all this other stuff. So they might they might not know exactly the entire project, but they have a good idea, an understanding of how it should be maybe.
1: Right. Yeah, get that information out. like, And that's what this is all about. It's all about community. It's all about information sharing. And that's, I think you guys do a great job of that uh, at Evil Empire cigars uh, Society. You guys are just fantastic. Um, check them out. What do you want people to know about what you guys do? Like, give us like your elevator pitch for what you guys do. Because everybody, I, I'm telling you, if you're not following them on Instagram, you need to go do that.
0: So we're just we're just trying to help uh, help people, like I said, be exposed to things you might not be exposed to before, uh, show you some new cigars, show you some new uh, information on building a cabinet transition to humidor, uh, show you some really cool people. I mean that that so and that and that's maybe something we didn't really focus on too much was the people because that is our our focus. I mean we're focused on the community, but we're focused on exposing people to the brand. But first and foremost, we're we're, we're focused on exposing people to the uh, our followers to the people behind those brands. Yes, because you walk in. I mean you walk into this human door right now, you see bands upon bands upon bands. Right. Other than that, that's all you see. However, if I go talk to uh, David Blanco and tell you that he is he was a, uh, a a policeman, an EMT firefighter, in the military, and then started his cigar company, it's a much more powerful uh, uh, elevator pitch. Absolutely for a cigar. Or you know, if I tell you, uh, and we just had uh, Chantel from Belladama Cigars on, one of the kindest, sweetest people I've ever met if if you see that if you see that show and see how much of a genuine person she is and how much she actually cares about her brand that's a lot more powerful than seeing just some random band in the hemidor yep absolutely
1: you guys don't make any money doing this this is a passion project just like Simply Stokie's we don't make money doing this everybody loves a good story Every, especially in the cigar community. If the cigar has a good story behind it, people will buy it. And sitting down with a guy like Dean Parsons from Epic Cigars and finding out his story from Canadian hockey player yeah. to to cop, to real estate, to cigars. Like how he got to cigars was such a roundabout way that he kind of fell into it and they make fantastic Like You're right. Like It is all about the people and that's what we like to do here. Highlight the people, highlight the brand, because if you know the person behind the brand, when you smoke that cigar, you have a deeper connection to it. You understand their vision for it. And so I appreciate what you guys do because it's the same thing that we do here at Simply Stogies. You guys are awesome. Evil Empire Cigar Society. Joe, thank you so much for sitting down. I I know it's middle of the day on a Saturday. Like we're both getting ready to to go to the Brew City Cigar Fest. That'll be a good time. Uh, I'm sure, sure I'll see you there. We'll hang out, smoke some cigars.
0: I do got to give one shout out, though, uh, to uh, actually a couple, uh, if I can. Yeah, go for it. Uh, so, uh, Cigar Thief uh, on Instagram. Go check them out. that's We get so many of our boxes from them. They have amazing prices on everything. They just had a a four-stick sampler for the Diamond Crowns for like 33 bucks Oh, wow. Two of those cigars alone are more than that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you are not at least following them to see what they're putting out, you're missing out on some really, really good deals. Uh, I have to... First and foremost, I have to thank uh, my girlfriend. Because, man... uh, So I have... Like I said, I have a six-year-old. And I have him a lot of the time when we're on. And she'll be hanging out with him while I'm on the live. She'll pop on, uh, you know, uh, on her on her phone. She'll watch the lives while she's hanging out with my son. So, I mean, got to give her huge props for, uh, you know, kind of sticking beside me doing this, too, uh, and putting up with me having to be uh, on for an hour, sometimes hour and a half uh, (laughs) while she's you know (laughs) hanging out with my son. So got to give her a lot of props. And everybody that follows us right now, you know, we wouldn't be doing it without all the followers, uh, all the other clubs that we hang out with. Uh, like I said, we, we wouldn't be doing any of the stuff that we're doing right now without the entire community as a whole. So I appreciate every single person that follows us, you know, interacts with us, says, you know, that we're doing a good job, it's much appreciated. So thank you to the entire community.
1: Cause I think that's something that we didn't talk about a lot. I think I talked about it with Jeff a little bit, but being a content creator, it's time consuming. Like, let's just forget the money aspect of it. It is time consuming, and so, like, my wife, I've got a four year old, four year old at home, right? Like, I travel all the time doing this kind of stuff, lounge reviews and whatnot, and the, the PCA and cigar events. Like next weekend, I'm going to the Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. Right. so it like she stays home. She hates how much I spend on cigars. She hates it because like, so I would guess conservatively, you've probably got or five hundred at home.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right I've there.
1: got I've got a thousand. Yeah, and you're right. It's like you smoke them as fast as you are refill. Usually it's like a three to one. Like well, I'll half smoke the time one they put by them in three. there, and like
0: uh, I'm smoking them like three, four days later. So I don't they don't even sit there long enough. Oh man, it.
1: I've got stuff that's been sitting there for years at this point.
0: Well, yeah, and so like I said, uh, every once in, you know every once in a while I'm gonna want to do something a little bit more more upscale. So I'll reach into the once in a while cigar tubador.
1: But that's just it. People don't understand like what goes into creating content they think you just turn your phone on somebody comes on and like oh well let's talk for an hour and you just like there is so much more that goes into it oh
0: man so i play softball too uh just like co-ed bar league softball so full-time job yep
1: four-year-old or six-year-old yep girlfriend yep softball poker like you're hanging out with your friends Motorcycles. Motorcycles. Like, how do you find time to do this?
0: Schedule. <laughs> Come up with a good schedule. I mean, that's really, the you know, half the time it's, well, they got time to do this. Am I supposed to do it?
1: <laughs> good God. Yeah. Like, it, it's a lot. It's not just turning the camera on, oh, is
0: it? Oh, God. No, it's, it is. There's so much other stuff. H- having a, a good content, having good content uh is one thing but then to consistently also and also consistently have good content is another uh and you see pages pop up and then all of a sudden they die radio silence and they just go away and i mean i i would like to hope that that's not you know in our future i i want to keep doing this as long as i possibly can i mean i'm just having fun doing it I That's think, how you yeah. build
1: a fault. The biggest thing, so I, I uh, we also do, I, I'm, I'm part of Creative Brain Candy Network mm-hmm. where we help creators, you know, figure out how to do podcasts, figure out how to do video, figure out how to create content. And the biggest thing I tell them is it's consistency. You, If you start putting a product out every week, you have to put it out every week come hell or high water. You miss a week, a third of your listeners go away. Mm-hmm. You miss another week like now you're down to under good like, luck. Yeah. Like you're done.
0: Good luck.
1: So it, it's hard to be consistent and schedule and all of that. So I, I appreciate what you guys do. You guys do it at a very high level. You guys are fantastic. You've got to watch their videos. You've got to appreciate watch their it, online stuff. Uh, evil empire, cigar society. Uh, it's evil empire with a three at the beginning cigar society with a five at the beginning of society on Instagram. It'll be down in the show notes. Uh, check it out. Great guys, Joe, Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you, Biller. Thanks for having me on, man.
1: And join me next time,
0: where I'm not quite sure what I'll be talking
1: about, but I promise it'll be Simply Stogies. Stay smoky, friends.
0: Thank you for listening to Simply Stogies. Please rate and review Simply Stogies on iTunes. You can follow James on his cigar journey on Instagram at Simply Stogies Podcast, all one word, and on Twitter at the Twitter handle at Simply Stogies.